Mike, some stuff came to my mind. I'm like, I don't know how to teach it, though, without sounding crazy. Chris, you sure? Did you say that? Oh, okay, Chris said it was okay. And, uh, but I'm like, uh, how do I teach this? Um, there, there's, I'm going to tell you how the thought came. Um, if you guys have noticed the battle about abortion, right? And how, you know, they, uh, uh, people, they even did a thing that they wanted to protest the Catholic Church. They wanted everybody to pro protest Catholic churches today. And I'm thinking the Catholic Church aren't the only ones that are anti-abortion. You know, I mean, we're anti-abortion. Everybody say amen. But, but, and I got to say this carefully. I do not believe in abortion. But here's the thing. The government doesn't do anything to help it. I mean, think about it. If, if, first of all, if adopting a child in America was easier, I mean, that, why do you think people go over to Korea and Africa to because in America, it takes an arm and a leg. You know, and I believe that there's a lot of people who would take children into their homes that may not have the money that other families have, but they can give that child a great home. Everybody say amen. And so the abortion thing, I believe, is directly tied to also the adoption part. Because think about this. If a woman was thinking about committing aborting her child, then if you, if you if, think about it, if a family stepped up and says, don't do it, we'll take it. You see what I'm saying? I believe it would go down. Now, I believe you won't stop at all anyway. Everybody say amen. Even if you made it illegal again, I mean, I think people will still do it. And so, but I'm not pro-abortion. I'm not. But what I'm saying is I'm also not good with the government telling us what we can and cannot do with you. What happens when it, the government comes in and says you can only have two children? You know, see, my, my thing is, when will it stop? You know, when, when will, if we, if we allow the government to come that into who we are, at one point, one point will it, it won't stop. What'll it be next? Well, you can't marry anybody out of your race. I mean, I mean, I mean it, it, what, all right, we got, an awesome, we got another issue with the, the uh, same-sex marriages and stuff like that. And I go, yesterday at the event when, when Eric Barnes got uh, uh, ordained, they had a sign that said woman, and they had a sign that said unisex. And I went, what do I do? <laughs> I'm not a woman, and I, I'm not a unisex either. I mean, that was the only options. Uh, uh, when I was down in Boston, my friend told me he took his grandchildren out of daycare because they, the, the, the daycare was teaching the children that there's no longer boy, little boy, little girl, it's just friends. You're all just friends. No matter what you are, you're just friends. The title of boy and girl, they're trying to take it out of Massachusetts. And I'm, and I'm thinking, yesterday, we, we go to see Doctor Strange. And in the movie, the little girl that's, that everybody's trying to get because she's got these superpowers, they do a flashback and her parents are two women. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, man, it, it's, it's not going to stop. It's, what happens when the government tells us these things that we as, as believers don't believe? And the thing is, 
I think I kind of, I'm kind of a little upset at the church because here's the problem. These areas to me are gray because you don't hate those people. Everybody say amen. I don't hate people who are, who don't identify themselves as male or female. I don't hate them. I mean, I think if the church, the church can't combat this stuff with evil, they have to combat it with love. You know, and I think because we didn't love, people ran the other way because they couldn't come to church. I was talking to these two guys that, that I, I know who are gay, and they uh, own a photography studio. And so they actually, we, we got along really well. And they, they, first they were nervous when they found out who I was. But then I, I, I calmed them and went, hey, man, it's, it's just me. I mean, I, you guys are cool. I got no beef with you. And then we, I, would see, I see them out at a lot. They run into them in the street. Just great dudes. And they would begin to ask about the church. And I'm like, and they, and they wanted to come, but they're scared. And I'm like, dude, my church ain't going to look at you fun. Now, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you if I can. I'm not going to say I agree with the lifestyle. You can't make me think this is normal. But my thing is, listen, that's your thing. I got my own things. And so in America, we've said that these things are really bad. Someone says that, that, that um, homosexuality is really bad, which I don't know why no hairy dude want to be with a hairy dude. That's just... That's, that's just my personal thoughts. Freeze the tape. Don't let that part get out. I don't see how that happens. I don't see how that works. I don't, I don't see how a woman wants to be with a woman. I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? And, but, you know, um, that's no higher than someone who just lies all the time or someone who stabs everybody in the back all the time or someone who keeps up discord amongst the brothers. And, and, and it's like, man, I... Society says this is big, this is okay. That's the big one, but that one, uh, you know. And I'm thinking, man, in God's eyes, it's all sin. So I'm sitting here going, Lord, all these, it's, it's these areas that if we just go black and white, it can't always be black and white. There's some things that are, that are hard line when it comes to the gospel. You know what that is? That is all things come from the Father, through the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit. That God created heaven and earth, amen. That Jesus had to come into the world being born of a virgin, amen. And then when, when he did that, he had to die, unfortunately, for, but fortunately for our sins that we should have taken when man fell. These are hard lines. Then the Holy Spirit comes and he not only is around you, but he dwells within you. And these are hard lines. And there's only one way to the Father, and that's the Son. You can't get me to go in off of that at all. But everything else, I'm kind of like, well, it depends. Now, before you stone me, I, my mind always goes to Jesus. And all of us admit that Jesus never sinned, right? So, okay, so what about the woman at the well, when Jesus met the woman at the well, and that woman at the well was not, was not a woman of great reputation. That's why she was at the well at noon. You didn't go to the well at noon. It was too hot to go. But the woman went there because she knew all the other women wasn't going to be around because she was undesirable. And Jesus had this conversation with her, and, and then here's the disciples going, what are you doing talking to her? And Jesus is like, well, I know I shouldn't because... By law, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Hebrew, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm actually a rabbi. I shouldn't be talking to this woman, but it, see, it's gray. 
It can't just be black and white. If it was black and white, yep, I don't want to talk to her. The city wouldn't have got saved because it called the whole city to come out and see Jesus. It's not, so I'm like, okay, that's not black and white. Think about the Canaanite woman who ran up to Jesus on the road, and she said, hey, my daughter needs help. And Jesus says, uh, uh, the disciples, disciples again, they were so anti-women. The disciples went, hey, send her out of here. Get her away from us. Send her away because we don't talk to women. Not like us. And then Jesus goes, um, the disciples are watching, they always get on me. Uh, I don't give my stuff to the dogs. And I can see Jesus going, I didn't mean that. I'm gonna bless you anyway. Everybody say amen. He knew he was gonna bless her, but he 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 says, Hey, I didn't come for you. Think about that. That's not how Jesus I'm not I don't come for people. And then she says, yeah, I know, and I'm a dog. I'm a dog, but even dogs get crumbs from the master's table. And Jesus goes, okay, okay, I can't help it. I was going to bless you anyway. (laughs) But the disciples are here, see? And they're so black and white. And Jesus is like, well, some things I'm kind of gray. I'm glad you said saying amen because my staunch stands on the gospel is very much there. But there are these areas that are gray. And if we do black and white, we're not going to help people. So if we say, hey, all of you who have committed abortion are wrong, and that is not the way God, it's just not. And some of you are going, no, but it's a baby. Okay, so how come we're okay when they kill adults? That killing is killing. But if an adult gets killed, we go, oh, that's horrible. But if a child gets killed, oh, my God, it was just a child. And I'm like, death is death, ain't it? See, not in our eyes, not in society. It's either black or white. It's just yay or nay. And I'm going, where Jesus? What about, what about the story? Jesus says, hey, everybody, there was a good Samaritan. And everybody went, there are no good Samaritans. He could have just said it was a good man. He didn't say that. He said it was a good Samaritan. And he says the priest and the rabbi, all of them walked past the guy laying on the road, but the Samaritan, and they went, there's not any good Samaritan. Jesus is like, it is in my story. See, because you're so black. You're so yes and no. So if I said, hey, there was a good homosexual, everybody go, oh. There are no good homosexuals. I'm like, really? Because homosexuals that I've ran into are very truthful. I'll take that over a lying straight person in a heartbeat. So what am I saying? Are you, are you saying homosexuality is, is of, the, of God? No, I'll be the first one to say it. God didn't create us that way. But here's the thing. Hating them and bringing condemnation on them will not help them. So I'm not going to go pick it. I'd rather show love. And in love say, I, I can't agree. No, no matter how you paint it for me, I, I, I can't agree with it. But here's the thing. How about this? How about I tell you I still love you, though? So if a guy girl walked up to me and I, and I go, you a, what? Oh. 
don't know what to say. Hi, human. I don't know what to say. You know, but it's like, okay, the woman's bathroom and the unisex. You just couldn't do male. I mean, that's how our society is going. So do you want our government telling you what you can and cannot do? With, no. So when I say that, people go, oh, pastor, that means you're, you're, you're okay with abortion. You didn't hear a word I said. I am not pro-abortion. But I'm saying we need to fix it the right way, not just saying no. You know why my youth group was so successful? Because I, I dealt with reality. I didn't just come at them and go, don't do this, don't do this. I came at them like this. I know you do this. I know you do that. I know you do this. And how do I know? Because I did it. I'm not going to be hypocritical and stand here and, and go, hey, don't do that. I said, when someone tells you to do that, ask them, well, did you do it that way? And they're going to say, well, no. Come on, people, now. I'm at home. I'm back home. I can be, well, I'm real when I leave, too. But So my thing is the reality hit them, and they go, okay, this is someone who gets it. And in love is trying to help me see why I shouldn't do that. See why I shouldn't go that way. See why I shouldn't be that way. I'm trying to get you to see it, not just tell you don't. That's too black and white. There's so much gray in there. I had family come to me and go, man, we want to get married. I know God, we're living together. We don't want to live together anymore. We want to get married. Here's the problem. He's very sick. And if we get married and he passes away, then I'm going to get all that debt. And what do, I, what do we do? And I went, whoo, give me a minute. Because that's really great. So these gray areas, wisdom. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. I <laughs> wish I had a Mother's Day message, but I don't. Mothers need wisdom. Amen, somebody. <laughs> so this is a Mother's Day thing. Uh, Chris, my friend, help me. James said what? James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes scattered among the he nations. Says to all the people that are scattered around, so this is going to everybody. Go. Greetings. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Wish that. Because Consider you. It pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. And I go, James, I will slap. That don't even make. You telling me that my brother and sister, you have, he's saying this, you have many kinds of trouble, but, but this will give you a reason to be happy about it. That's what he's saying. The next verse is key. Go. Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. He's saying, listen, when troubles come your way, and many of them are going to come, this is why you should be happy about it, because when, when the troubles come, it, it, it strengthens your faith. Everybody say Amen. Amen. And then you learn how to be patient while, patient while you're suffering. And you go, well, what benefit is that? <laughs> That's a good question. But let me tell you something. In God, it's a big benefit because he always makes you wait. Yeah. Amen. You're going to wait. If, God, if you go to God about something, you're going to wait. <laughs> and so my thing is, it's like, man, it, 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 what, is, what is it? There's no other way to get in shape. I'm telling you. you got to stop eating pizza at midnight. And you got to get your big butt up and you got to do something. Or you're not, 
There's no pill. There's no drink. Everybody say amen. If it was, everybody be running around looking like Adonis. It don't happen. There's too many uh, stretch pants and yoga pants out here that should be illegal. Amen. I saw one yesterday dropping my friend off at the hotel. And I went, help me more. <laughs> That's a lot. You don't pour that into no stretch pans, man. You just don't unless you're covering that mug up. And it's like, I'm not beefing with the women of the thicker kind, and actually I prefer them that way. But it's like, man, that's a whole lot going on. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, man, what are we doing? Okay, okay, okay. All right. So my, my, the moral of that is you ain't getting in shape by no drink. Right. Don't believe that on TV. Take this and you look like me. Yeah. After I work out for three years and eat celery every day, I might eat like you. Well, I look like you. Chris, I'm drifting. Get me back. Because you know. <laughs> Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The reason why, because see, when trouble comes, it's actually to mature you. It's actually for you to, to understand some things. It's actually for you to get stronger in God. It's, it's not trying to kill you. It's trying to make you more fortified. See, the reason why I can stand here and teach faith is because I have it. You know how I got it? The hard way. I had to believe God for a lot of things. Amen. So once you believe God for some things and he comes through, you go, no, I got no doubt he's going to come through. But no, he hasn't came through yet. I know that's how he does. It gets on my nerves too. <laughs> but there's nothing you can do about it because he's never going to come when you want him. But he's always on time. Always. Amen. Amen. Is, always is in the background, just moving things around that you don't see. Amen. And if he turned that thing around at that second, life would be miserable. Mm -hmm. So he's saying, listen, uh, you got to let this patient have work so you can be mature and you can be complete. Verse 5, do any of you need wisdom? If any of you lack wisdom, so what happens when you run into something and you don't know what to do? You know what you need, not an answer. You need wisdom. Amen. Because some areas are gray. Yeah, right. Okay, this is a tough one. Okay, I believe this, but my heart is saying this. I believe the word says this, but they are human. Hallelujah, somebody. So what do I need? I need wisdom. I need, a, I, need some, I, need, I, need, I need some wisdom on this one. Not smart. Wisdom. Mm -hmm. One of the smartest dudes I know is Ed. Ed is, I don't know how Ed's brains, Ed's brain is something else. It's just in another place. Amen. I mean, Ed, Ed, Ed can run a radio station from his cell phone. <laughs> Who can do that? Ed. <laughs> But you know what? I don't know why I'm proud of Ed. It's because he's learned how to add wisdom. Amen. It can't just be smart. See, when you're smart, you're only smart in a certain area. Like those who are very smart in math, they're only very smart in math. And then you ever see somebody who gets all A's and B's in school but can't figure out life? Yep. Amen. So you go, man, you got a book smart, but you're one of the stupidest person people I know. You, you, it's like, man, that, you, you don't have common sense. Amen. Everything is ABC one, two, three. 
it can't be the world's not that way. Mm -hmm. There's too many gray areas that you need wisdom mm -hmm. to figure out. When, you, when your children, as they grow up and they begin to drift and they begin to, you see your children going in directions, you need wisdom to guide them. Don't Amen. hit them black and white. You're going to run them away. Amen. So the church is so black and white, and, we, and here's Jesus just going, and the Bible says he's never sinned now, but he's got these, the rich young ruler comes to mind. Here's the rich young ruler, comes up to, to, to Jesus, goes, what must I do? And Jesus goes, well, you need to follow the commandments. I've been doing that. I've been doing that since I was a child, and Jesus, the Bible says Jesus looked at him and he loved him so much. And he, did, and he didn't want to tell him what the real issue is. The real issue is, see, you love your life and the lifestyle that your money brings. And I will always be competing with that. So sell everything you have and come follow me. And the guy walked away. And Jesus was heartbroken. And he said, see what I mean? And here, here's someone who's perfect from the outside, who looks like everything is together. He, see, he'll be on this side. See, you got the evil people. And then this guy is such a good person. And Jesus goes, no, I see gray. Amen. He looks perfect, but it's a gray area. This person looks horrible, but it's a gray area. When it comes to people, man, I go, Lord, it, it can't always be yes or no. It can't always be Democrat or Republican. It, it can't Amen. always be yay or nay. It, it can't always be black and white. It's, it's Sometimes it gets murky, and you need wisdom. Amen. Man, I'm teaching really good. I really. Amen. But it says, wisdom, ask for it. Don't make a decision when you don't know. Just ask for wisdom. And then sit down for a second and wait on it to come. Amen. Oh, which way? People always call me and go, I got so many radio calls this weekend, I almost turned my phone off. And it was like, man, what is going on? And you know what most people wanted? I don't know which way to go. Well, have you prayed and have you asked God to show you? Have you asked God for some wisdom on what you should do? No, I'd rather you just tell me. <laughs> it said he is generous and enjoys giving wisdom to everybody. He likes to give you wisdom, so he will give you wisdom. Verse 6, Chris says what? But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt. So you can't doubt him when you ask, though. You got to go, Lord, I don't know what to do with this, so show me what to do with this, and I'm not, I'm, I'm going to wait on you to show me, and I'm not, you're going to show me what to do. Don't just go, I don't know what to do. I don't know. No, ask, and then shut up, and wait. Amen. If you don't, if, tell, tell whatever the situation is, hey, give me a second. See, because this isn't just black and white, and I don't want to say the wrong thing. Everybody say amen now. Amen. So, and you, you got to consider your audience, too. And the church is so, ooh, church is so, it must be like this, and it can't be like that. And I'm going, but Jesus wasn't that way. Right. Amen. It was these areas where he was kind of, eh. He was in a, a house full of sinners, and the, the people walked by from the church, and they went, what is he doing in there? And Jesus went, hey, who do you think I came for? Amen. Why are you so yay and nay, so black and white? 
He's like, I'm gray about this. I know who I am. I, by law, I shouldn't be here, but isn't, isn't this what we're about? So it says, Chris, when you believe, don't doubt, because when you doubt, what happens? Because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. It's like throwing something in the sea, and it's just blowing around. Whatever way it blows, you blow that way. It's like someone who makes no stands on anything. It's, 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 I, I don't never, I don't never know. I never, see, you're going to have to probably make a stand, but you got to do it wise. And here it is, it's like, just, like, you're like a, you ever seen somebody go up to the line at McDonald's and look at the board and go, let me get a, uh, I'll, I'll take a, uh, let me see, let me see, let me get Punk, you know what they got at McDonald's. You came in here with McDonald's on your mind. <laughs> so you either want a dried up chicken or you want a Big Mac or something. I mean, if you win the can if you win, this ain't McDonald's, Wendy's, and Burger King all on the same menu. This is, see, you're, you're thinking about two things constantly. You're double-minded. You got two thoughts about, and you're sitting here going, let me get a, uh, <laughs> We'll sit in the car and go, hey, what do you want to eat? Well, let me get a, uh, we sat in the parking lot of restaurants and go, do we really want to go in here? <laughs> so I'm kind of thinking I want to, uh, <laughs> just double-minded, can't never make your mind up about anything. Hallelujah, somebody. It's just, a double-minded man is unstable in every way. He just always got two think, two thoughts. He will, they, they can never decide what to do, so they should not think that they will receive anything from God when you're like that. Amen. This is what it's saying. When you pray and you ask God for wisdom, if you, you have to believe it and not doubt because he won't give it to you if you doubt. Because this is why. You've got two minds. That's why, that's why parenting, it takes single-mindedness. It don't mean you agree with everything, but you have to come to conclusions because your child will be confused or your child will be smart enough to use it against you. Yeah. Amen. See, why? Because you got two minds about the same thing. We, we got, we're double-minded. You're unstable in everything. Well, what color do you want to paint the wall? Well, I don't know. I like blue. I don't I like orange. And then you're like, well, orange, and then you're like, well, blue, and then you can't make up your mind. And then the wall never gets painted. Because no one made a decision. Everybody say amen. amen. It's like, man, so I'm saying here it is. There's these areas in life that are going to be, oh, I don't know about this. And so there, we'll call them gray because it can't always be black. It can't always be white. It can't always be Democrat. It can't always be Republican. It can't always be yes or no sometimes, because Jesus proved it. It's a, um, Jesus, you should not be talking to her. I know, but, no, Jesus, you don't, you don't, oh, this guy is great. Jesus, take him. Mm, well, amen. So when you teach this, people go, well, Kenny, you saying that everything's okay? Did you hear me say that? 
I say that. I'm just saying you can't condemn them into believing. You have to love them into believing. If you do condemnation with the Bible, that's what it calls it, you're not helping. So the church wants to jump up and say, you guys are just wrong. We don't like it. You should not do it. And I'm going, that's why they're going further and further. Amen. So they're now they're like a thing tossed in the ocean and being blown with the wind. I go to the bathroom and I got to stop and go, okay, women, I see unisex. That's where we go in God. Yeah, you better have wisdom. Well, why? Because they're still people, so what are you going to do about it? Amen. Well, I'm going to not like what they do. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, I hear that, but it's things that you do, I don't like. Amen. So how are we going to handle this? Well, give me a minute. Mm-hmm. I need wisdom. Amen. Because I get asked some crazy questions, and they want to get me. Let me show you John chapter 8. Chris, John chapter 8, verse 1. But Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. At dawn, he appeared again in the temple courts, where all the people gathered around him, and he sat down to teach them. So here's Jesus beginning to teach Bible, and people sat down around him like we're kind of doing right now, and he begins to teach. Come on. The teachers of the law and the Pharisees brought in a woman caught in adultery. They made her stand before the group and said to Jesus, Teacher, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. So here it is, and they crash into the thing, and they drag this woman in here and throw her in front of Jesus and go, look, woman, we caught this woman in the act of adultery. I'm going, well, where's the guy? She was doing it by herself. (laughs) Amen. Wasn't he committing adultery, too? Amen. So they're strike one. They just grabbed the woman. Mm -hmm. Right, right? And it's like, man, they drag the woman, throw him in front of Jesus, and Jesus is standing there going, what are you guys doing? And they, and they bring, she was caught in adultery. She is like so wrong, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Chris, come on. In the, law, in the law, Moses commanded us to stone such women. And now what do you right. say? By law, she deserves to die. That's how serious this is. Now these are church people who brought her in here. You get this? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is, that's very important. Come on, Chris. They were using this question as a trap in order to have a basis for accusing him. Now, really, this poor woman is just subject to the bigger picture. She's right. a victim of circumstance or a casualty of war. Right. Because Amen. they're really just trying to trap Jesus. Mm-hmm. They want to see because he has to follow the law. So by law, she's dead. And they know that. And they know Jesus knows that. And he's claiming to be of God. And he's, and he's, 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 left, he's, he's, lifted, he's been lifted up to rabbi status. So they want to know, what do we do? Come on, Chris. But Jesus bent down and started to write on the ground Jesus with his not. finger. He, li- he went down <laughs> the ground and started drawing smiley faces in the dirt. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody went, what's he doing? <laughs> So you got to see it in movie form. Jesus, they go, hey, here's the woman. And Jesus goes. Yeah, baby, that's what he did. <laughs> and they're like, what is he doing? 
Chris, what happened? When they kept on questioning him, he, See, he stayed down there for a minute. <laughs> See, you know what he's doing? He's saying, Lord, give me wisdom. Amen. Because this can't be black and white. I know the law, but we're talking about humanity here. So they, he didn't just go down for a second. He stayed down there for a bit, and they waited. Then finally they went, uh, hello, Jesus. Uh, what do you want us to do here? Come on, Chris. When he straightened up and said to them, let any of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And you know the story. He gets up and he says, you're right. She should be dead. Let's kill her. She, she should actually be dead. That's the law. But before you hit her, make sure we shouldn't hit you too. Amen. And then, Chris, what did he do? Again, he stooped down and wrote and on the ground. And he went back down and tried finishing his picture. <laughs> he got up and said, hey, you're right. She should be stoned. Whoever don't have sin, go ahead and stone. <laughs> and he didn't look up. He did not look up. Next verse. At this, those who heard began to go away one at a time. Because they all knew that they weren't right. right. They weren't right. And I'm saying, why we're out yelling at people going, you are wrong. Amen. You know you're not right. Amen. You know you're not right. And it's like, man, I, they, they're wrong. You, you don't abort babies. And I go, you sure don't. But how about we help them stop? Amen. How about we save some babies? Mm-hmm. This ain't going to save no babies arguing. Why do I have to go to Cambodia to, to get a child? Amen. Why do I have to go over to, to Korea to, to, to adopt a child when there's children here that need to be adopted? Mm-hmm. It's nothing like we got, we got babies in here. It's like nothing like that little baby. Think about it. If someone said, hey, can you take care of this one too? I would be like, no. But I'm going to find somebody to do it. I just ain't none. <laughs> I'm too old for that. But I'm sure there's tons of people out here that I'm telling you, I can find somebody to take care of this baby. So give me the baby for a week. A week. And I'm going to find somebody. Everybody say amen. Because there's people out here. There's nothing like this. Someone would love to. I, I prayed with families who couldn't have children. Yeah. And I know families who have children and they got room. <laughs> the adoption process. Fix it. Yep. And maybe some of these abortion houses, don't get me started. Mm-hmm. See, it's, it can't be black and white. He's saying, hey, hey, they began to walk away because they weren't right. So why are we just yelling at people who we don't think is right? Yeah. It's not right. You don't know if you're a boy or a girl. <laughs> Let me help you out. <laughs> it's different plumbing. <laughs> You don't get that, I mean. Amen. That's what I want to say, but how about some kind of way we figure out how to love Amen. the truth? Amen. Love the truth into them. And it's not, I'm going to be honest with you, it ain't going to change them all. No. But I, I'll tell you one thing, I refuse to hate. Amen. And when we, when we yell like we do, and we're fighting and arguing over abortion rights and all that stuff, and with the people that are fighting for abortions that stay legal, they should be fighting this. And most of them are. Government, don't tell us what to do with our bodies. Because yeah. it won't stop. Yeah. Amen. It won't stop. 
government won't stop. They'll be like, no, your hair can't be this long. And when is it going to stop? And you're going, I can't see that. Really? Right. Amen. The way we're going? Amen. One day they're going to say the church is offensive. Yep. Yeah. We're going to shut them all down. It is too offensive. It's not, it's not fitting our society model of everyone is just everyone. Everyone should be. They want to boycott churches for standing up because they think abortion is wrong. So here it is. Jesus bent down. He writes in the sand. Stand back up. And only a woman was there. So Jesus didn't even see it. He stood up and went. Where everybody go? Chris, next verse. Didn't he say that? Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? Where'd they go? Everybody was getting ready to hit you in the head. Where'd they go? The woman says, Jesus, I mean, Lord, they they left. And here's the thing that really is the cap for this. He says, then I don't condemn you either. And that's so important because he was the only one that could have. Amen. It was so important because he's the only one who had the right to stone her. But he says, this is great. She says, it can't be great because you know the law. I know, but we have a human here. Amen. And I got a chance to save her. Because remember, he said, listen, now go and and don't do it again. See, I I, I got a chance to save her. I'm here to save, man. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I know the law, but it's gray. Can't be black or white. This, this isn't yes or no. It's, uh. So Jesus bends down and like, whoa, this, they're trying to trip me. And I know who I am. I know I got to follow the law, but this is a human being here. I got a chance to save her. So how do I get out of this? Oh, I know how. I know how. None of you are right. Amen. So while you're stoning her, someone probably should be stoning you. Amen. But then Jesus finishes whatever he was doing. Then he stands back up and says, well, I'm the only one who should have had the right to hit you in the head. But I won't do it. Yeah. Jesus, didn't you break the law? The Bible said he was without sin. So I'm kind of saying, well, Jesus, didn't you break the law? The Bible says he was without sin. Right. I don't know how to answer that. Because I want to say, yeah, he broke the law. But the Bible says he was without sin, so he had to maintain the law. So that means that, wait a minute, wait a minute, are we great? Right. When it comes to lives and humanity, it just, Tim, it can't always be. Sam, it can't always be. Maryland, sometimes we don't, it's, yeah, I know, this, I know how it is, and, I, and I, you can't get me to budge. I'm not going to agree, but one thing I will say is I still will love you, and I'm going to figure out a way to love you, because always considering myself, no matter what your deal is, so we're, we're we're fighting over should we kill babies. And I'm like, stop killing babies. But how about you let some people adopt them? 
I know, baby, I know. <laughs> Thanks for my amen, because you hear screaming. I love to hear it. <laughs> One baby that's here. Everybody say amen. Amen. Chris, come on, let me get done. I've got five minutes. i got to get you guys out of here. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. I'm the light of the world. Come on. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, follow, but will have the light me, of life. Your path is always going to be lit because I'm the light of the world. Come on. The Pharisees challenged him. Here you are appearing as your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. He says, you know what? You're saying that on your own. In order for this thing to be valid, two people have to say it. You're the only one saying it. So it's not valid. Come on. Jesus answered, even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I came from and where I, I am going. I know where I came from, and I know where I'm going, but you have no idea where I came from, and you don't know where I'm going. They're saying, listen, you're not valid because no one else has said you're, you're the son of God. You can't say that by yourself. So it's like, you're not valid. And Jesus goes, hold on, hold on. Um, you don't know where I've come from. You don't know where I'm going. Next verse. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on and no goes, one. Listen, listen. He says, when you, you judge people, you judge people the way that the world judges people. Mm. You're a people judger. And it really is only your moral code that says if it's right or wrong or not. I like, when, I like the term, well, it's a little white lie. First of all, that's racist. Why it gotta be white? <laughs> and then second, it's like, no, it's still a lie. Mm -hmm. All right, all right. You know, somebody call, well, tell them I'm in the bathroom. You're standing right here. Though, right? <laughs> I know, but I don't wanna talk. Tell them in the bathroom. It's a little white lie, you know? Just run in the bathroom and go, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but see, we, that's harmless. But it's still a lie. I mean, let's be real. Amen. And then, but oh, don't let someone harm someone. Let no one, you know, oh, see, society says this is big. That's not that bad. I'm going, God goes, no, sin is sin. He says, you judge people so black and white. It's just always either or, yay or nay. It's always that. It's never gray with you. It's always one way or the other. It's always the way you think. Chris, what did he say? But if I do judge, my decisions are true because I am not alone. I stand with the Father who sent me. He says, but when I judge things, I am not by myself when I think about these things. I like what he says. He says, if I have to judge. Amen. He didn't even say I wanted to. If it comes down to it, I have to stop for a second and I realize I need wisdom. Amen. Father, help me figure this out. You judge the way the world judges. The world just says this is how it is. This or that. And that's why we got people who believe this, people who believe that, and they fight. Some of you go, no, I'm only Republican, I'm only Democrat. I'm like, I'm Republican. 
Because, man, the Democrats get on my nerves. They, oh, my God. Yeah. But the Republicans get on my nerves, too. So what mm-hmm. happens? I'm just, I would carefully say I'm anti-government a little bit. Amen. Amen. I love my country, but my government? Right. Amen. Oh, man, it's so, look what's going on. It's, we care more about windmills than we do about people eating. We care more about sending weapons somewhere than we care about everybody with health care. Mm-hmm. They're sending trillions of dollars trying to help Ukraine. I got no beef with that. But shouldn't health care be free? Mm-hmm. Why Amen. are we paying for health care? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you why. Because all the people who can change it are making money off of health care. Mm-hmm. I'm a Democrat. <coughs> because there's some things I just totally agree with. And there's some things, okay, I can see that. And then there's some things I'm like, nope. And I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Amen. Because a lot of humans are involved. It's never going to just be black and white. So what do we need? Wisdom. So we don't judge like the world. We judge like Jesus. So, to finish, I am not pro-abortion at all. At all. I'm looking at these babies in here going, Laura, look at that. Amen. Come on, seriously. It's, it's people out here who weren't blessed to have a child. And let me tell you this. There's people out here who shouldn't have never had children. Amen. I seen some bad kids the other day, and I did not get mad at them. Know what I got mad at? The parents. Amen. Because you know what we got? We got silly kids raising kids. Mm-hmm. We got bad people raising kids. Mm-hmm. Julian, pick him up from school. He always got a story. Man, you know what my friend did today? Why is he your friend he did that? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of crazy. And I'm like, he said that? Man, where is his parents? Amen. See, that's parenting. Mm-hmm. Somebody was at the fair the other day, I was talking to them, and they were like, hey, little kids were just cussing. Just, just, I mean, you wouldn't believe the stuff that coming out their mouths. They were in middle school. Mm. And I'm like, well, they probably hear it at home. Yeah. I don't get mad at this kid. I go, man, if your mother was here, if your father was here, I'd school. <laughs> because, see, they're, they're mimicking you. You, you mm-hmm. created an environment. See, we go, no, they get out there around their friends. No, no. No, my mom, I trust you. I had some rough friends growing up. But man, my mom taught me a certain way. Everybody say amen. amen. And man, out there, might have clowned a little bit, but I never disrespected adults. Right. And I never, I never brought crap to the house, man. It's like, no, we, I'm going to say parenting here. But I go to church, didn't help much because we just condemned everybody away. Because everything was just black and white. Mm-hmm. So people don't want to come because they just feel condemned. Mm-hmm. When the Bible says there is no condemnation in Jesus. Amen. Amen. But we just want to condemn. We just want to see we judge like the world. So really, wisdom is the key. Amen. When you look at things, don't be quick to say something. Amen. Draw something in the dirt for a second. Amen. 
don't be quick to answer. Just doodle a little bit. Mm -hmm. Hold on a second. Don't blurt nothing out. Give me a second. And you do wait for wisdom. Because right now, you're kind of double-minded. So you want to get rid of that. Lord, I just need a direction. Yes or no? Or maybe. Amen. Or how about nothing? I might not even have to answer that. So how about nothing? Because mm -hmm. if I answer, I'm going to make it worse because I know what I want to say. The Bible says that someone who shuts their mouths and they are ignorant can be considered wise. Mm -hmm. Come on up. To get by now, you need wisdom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to really be able to assess and make sound decisions, wise decisions. And some decisions I've made have almost went against, I believe, but what I believe, but it's humanity. If humanity is involved, I'm like, ah, it's just not that simple. It's just, it can't be that simple. It, it, it shouldn't be that simple. It, you know, it's, it's, you got people involved. It's just tough, you know. No, don't. That's like somebody saying, "Well, don't you hate the Ku Klux Klan?" And I go, "No, they're stupid. They're ignorant. Why would I hate them? They just don't know anything." It's like a lot of people I pity. It's like you're so stupid. Hate is the first reaction. Don't floor. Just because they're different, you know. I know they're, yeah, but they're homosexual. I, I get it. But man, that not repulse you. No. Only thing repulses me is that they're trying to make that normal. That makes me mad. Because we got all these kids watching Doctor Strange. And then what happens? And everybody in the movies just continues on. And I'm I like that wasn't happening. So here's the thing you stand on this little girl. They sure didn't have her. <laughs> Go to the bathroom and this woman in unisex. I mean, come on. I need wisdom. You get asked the questions I get asked. You need wisdom. Father, I pray right now for the people. I'm asking on their behalf that they will have wisdom to discern situations, to figure out things, God, the holy way, a way that you would desire for them to do it, a way that is separated from the world, that they will begin to understand what's going on around them with your help, what they should do, what they shouldn't do, which way they should go, which way they should not go, how they raise their children, how they get along in marriage, how they get along in relationship, how they pay their bills, how do they... Wisdom to accomplish everything they need to accomplish, God. But when it comes to the world, help us to be wise and to understand that all the wrong in the world, first of all, you said it would be this way. And then secondly, Lord, how can we continue to say things are wrong but say it in love? So, Lord, wisdom is what we need in Jesus. Come on, say communion.